Welcome, my name is Abhi and welcome to the Cricketeers podcast. In this podcast, we'll just be talking cricket, analyze cricket and doing everything cricket. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Cricket Report, guys. It's me, Abhi, with Jigs, you know, the usual host. And today is a special episode because depending on when you're listening to this, probably tomorrow, but World Cup, Cricket World Cup started. You know, it's going to be really exciting. What is it? 45 days of action-packed cricket. Um, I don't want to sound like a broadcaster, but I'm properly excited. You know, it comes once every four years. Not too much hype about it in England here where we're recording from, but I wish I was in India, to be honest, because this is going to be crazy. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally excited. Uh Thank you for having me on, Abhi. Uh, welcome to all the viewers to yet another podcast. Uh, yeah, excited for the World Cup. Um, 45 days of fun and obviously just soaking everything in and looking at the teams and just the combinations. It'll be very interesting yeah. to see how this World Cup goes and being a home World Cup for India. Past three World Cups have been won by the home team, so... <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if they can repeat it for the fourth time. I, I wonder who you support, Jigs. I wonder. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a coach, so I'm neutral now. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Uh, but no, World Cup yeah. is like a holiday, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like um, whenever a World Cup is on, even like a f- uh, with a football World Cup, it's big because everybody plays it. But it always feels like... You know, you just relax, chill out, watching the games, like, um, yeah, but it'll be really fun. Yeah, no, it looks, um, uh, I think we will get the main taste once the first game's on, like in England here, like there isn't much hype or we haven't heard much, but I think once the first ball is bowled tomorrow, uh, so tomorrow meaning the 5th of October, as and when you watch it. Uh, that's when it'll start to kick in with the fever. Yeah, definitely. And I think it'll be quite a good World Cup, to be honest. Uh, happening in India, small grounds, you know, going to be loads of runs. Um, we know how IPL goes on in India every year. You know, it's a month of madness. And I think this World Cup will be quite the same. A lot of good teams, you know, a lot of teams are getting to their ODI peaks now. I feel like ODI cricket is exciting once again you know we've had a couple of games even in the recent tournaments like the asia cup where you know you've had high scoring games you've had low scoring games um even the odi series that all the teams have played have been quite exciting you know usually i don't say that about odi cricket but you know uh south africa australia that series went down to the last game south africa made a comeback you know england new zealand that series was also a draw um you know, and obviously the Asia Cup and India, Australia, all of these, you know, lots of fun series, lots of run scoring. Uh, and that's just going to go forward into the World Cup. So I think it's going to be quite a good, good World Cup. Uh, and like, you know, the best format, it's a complete round robin. So lots of games. Every team plays the other team. I think it'll be really good. Um, yeah, no, I think that round robin makes a huge difference. So there's no like sort of favorism of the draw or anything. Everyone plays each other, which is which is quite good. Also, the fact that it's spread over different venues and not the same venue being played makes a huge difference yeah. in terms of 
teams needing to adapt themselves, uh, strategize. Some some pitches in India are spin conducive, some of fast bowler conducive. So it'll be really interesting to see how the teams get on with their combinations and uh, the way we, they strategize. Definitely. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to that and. Also, most of the teams are, except for Pakistan, are playing two in Hyderabad. Most of the teams are traveling all around, so yeah. that travel fatigue will probably even look to kick in to some of the teams, mm-hmm. which will which will ensure they play their 15-man squad. They'll have to use that very effectively. Let's just, I guess, look at all the squads. Um, maybe we'll start with uh, the first game itself, uh, England and New Zealand. What do you think about the England squad, you know, coming in as defending champions, but obviously very different conditions to uh, the home World Cup they played in 2019. Um, England has been touted as the favourites, you know, a really strong side. Uh, but what do you think about their, them as a team, you know? What do you think about them as a squad? I just, uh, I think they're mentioned in the top two of every pundit uh, or an ex-player who's played a game. Uh, rightly so, because you've seen the brand of cricket they've brought to the one-day game. They've added a new dimension to this game, uh, and you can see like teams like Australia, South Africa, they're looking to follow that kind of a trend where they just keep going. So the strength with England lies in their depth in batting, and they bat all the way down to say Nadir Rashid at the end, who's still got a first-class hundred. So that's what makes them stand out, like. They may not be the finished articles in terms of their bowling, but I think what they're going to do is their strategy will be to bat teams out of the game, basically. Yeah. And with the likes of Ben Stokes returning, Moin Ali, uh, low down the order, Butler. So it's going to be very interesting. But um, I'm looking forward to looking at players like David Malan, who was first dropped, and now you can see he's one of the <coughs> first names on the team sheet, like um, David Malan and Joe Root. And how they play spin would be the key to England's hopes. Yeah. But that's the... See, I think I'm going to be different than a lot of pundits. I don't think England's in the top couple favourites, to be honest. Because for me, it's two reasons. One, it's like you said, they go hard on every ball. But I think every team goes hard on every ball now. And a lot of teams have a lot of T20 experience now. uh, Compared to even, you know, four years ago. When England uh, mentality really changed. And... A lot of teams can keep up with the high-paced batting. Um, you even see South Africa and Australia series, right? Like South Africa is scoring big runs, nearly 400. So I don't know if they'll be able to easily bat teams out. And I think another reason is because their bowling depth is really kind of sparse, in my opinion. They don't have that many good quicks. You know, the only out-and-out quicks are really Mark Wood and Gus Atkinson, who's just a new guy. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest trick that they missed is that they've only got two spinners. You know, Moin Ali, Adil Rashid. The other guys are all part-timers. Uh, even Moin Ali is a part-timer if you think about it that way. And Adil Rashid has his days where he goes for big runs. So, I don't know. I don't see in England's bowling being, you know, that capable. Yeah, I think... Also, the injuries to Mark Wood and stuff, if something happens there, it just becomes like a one-paced attack. Yeah. Regarding the spin, they've ne- never really produced the spinners in yeah. England, so they rely on medium paces, like not medium, but fast medium, like 
they rely on a Wokes uh, or an all rounder like a Sam Curran. Yeah. So the ex- the express pace is just what gives them an nod ahead, but it just depends all on Mark Wood's fitness. Yeah. And can he go the distance basically? Yeah, I think England, you know, good batting lineup, but I don't see the balance in the squad as much as maybe other people give hype for. I think my players to look out for on England, you know, I think Harry Brook, um, he'll he'll do well. Um and I think the other guy that that kind of needs to come in and do well is probably um you know uh, Ben Stokes seems a lot is relying on Ben Stokes. So, you know, he's touted as like the England great and so now he really needs to show um why he's considered. Yeah, I'll go I'll go a bit different. I'll go with Malan uh David Malan at the top. Yeah. Looking to score the, as a left-hander and Joe Root would be very important because uh, England, as we said, they do play the expansive brand, but he can hold that all together yeah. with his touch game. So yeah. I think those two players, like I said, the batting is a strength. So that's why I've gone for these two Definitely. as my key players there. Yeah, that makes sense. What about New Zealand? You know, their opponents, runners up. Um, just my initial thoughts, like New Zealand's actually a silently good team, you know. People don't give them credit for it, but they've been runners up in the past two world cups and uh their warm up games in this world cup as well and how they played against england and how they played against bangladesh you know they've played well and they have some really good players of spin if you think about it um they've got devin conway who scores good runs at the top of the order and i think someone that's impressed me a lot is uh daryl mitchell you know and daryl mitchell has i think one of the best games against spin because He's really good at reverse sweeping. He's really good at sweeping normally. And he just otherwise he comes down the track quickly and just bangs the bowler right over their head. And I think against spin, uh that's like the best way to play. There's no way a spinner can settle. So um I think they have good batting against spin and as well they have good spinners themselves. So you know, Mitch Santner, Ish Sodhi is good as well. Uh Rachin Ravindra has been bowling well, so uh maybe ravindra doesn't have as much um uh experience but if he's anything like his namesake on india then ravindra will be quite good you know <laughs> yeah new zealand always do well in icc tournaments yeah. they go under the radar like no one really talks about them you can see there's like like we said the warm up games like that has just opened our eyes to where they stand basically yeah we were giving them like a fourth place finish so yeah they they will be like in the fringes between like i said pakistan new zealand or south africa looking at that fourth yeah. spot with new zealand the good thing is their spinners like someone like sand knows played a lot of franchise uh, cricket and um Sodi, uh, yeah. at the royals so they will bring vast experience yeah. and someone like a devon devon conway in those slow tracks in chennai has batted really well yeah in the IPL is that a brilliant IPL exactly so we're looking at that and Dar Dar Mitchell he's been scoring the hundreds he's been scoring the big runs in England he scored the century yeah and like we said when he hits the ball he tends to hit the ball straight yeah. so he always he's always mainly successful doing that and the long levers can come in handy as well yeah i think he'll have a good tournament and yeah i just think new zealand as well i just wanted to pick up on mitch santner he bowls good speed for india as a spinner you know because in india you need to bowl it quick into the wicket 
uh, and Santner is very good at bowling a quick uh, and still getting a bit like a considerable amount of spin. So like Santner is actually going to be quite a, a good spinner and a good person to have on the team. Uh, who are your two players, I guess, yeah, to look out for for on New Zealand? Just with Santner. Just with Santner, yeah, he yeah. can even vary his pace as well. Yeah, so definitely. sometimes when the ball sticks into the wicket, it'll bowl a bit slower. So he's a very clever bowler. He's a clever cricketer. Uh, regarding the two players, I'm going to go Daryl Mitchell and I'll give uh, Santner the spinner. <laughs> yeah, so That's I, my show. I think I'll go with Daryl Mitchell as well because I just think Daryl Mitchell will have a really good tournament and will be really important for New Zealand, you know, down the order. Uh, and my other one, actually, we didn't talk about him, but Glenn Phillips, because, I mean, he brings a lot of energy to New Zealand. He's always running hard at, between the wickets, fielding very, very good. You know, he can even bowl some part-time off spinners. So I think he'll be a very useful utility player, you know, almost like how Maxwell is for Australia. Uh, I think he'd be a very uh, good player to have for New Zealand. He'll do well, I think. Yeah, I think fielding is under very much underrated. Like he's exceptional. He's probably one of the best, yeah. if not the best, alongside Jadeja exactly. in the field. Maxwell, him, and Jadeja, yeah. like brilliant fielders. Yeah, you back them to catch anything. <laughs> yeah, catch a fly with chopsticks if you want to, you know, Mister Miyagi style. <laughs> but I guess who who do you want to talk about next? Uh, next we can move on to Australia. Yeah. I mean, Australia, you know, crossed the Tasman. Um, and Australia has kind of started to just pick up on form, right? Uh, they didn't do too well against South Africa. They didn't do too well leading up to the World Cup. But suddenly, uh, they didn't do too well against India. But suddenly, they've they've realized that they need to play cricket. You know, they're waking up the sleeping giant, as always happens with Australia. And uh, they're... They're starting to play a little bit well, more as a team. I think for me, the main thing with Australia is they've got a lot of batsmen that are scoring 30s, 40s, 50s, but nobody's really putting their hands up to score the big, uh, big hundreds, you know. And uh, for example, against India, the game they won, I think they won that because uh, Mitchell Marsh scored that 94 or 96, was it? And if you think about it, if he didn't score 96, if he had got out for 50, like he usually does, um, then Australia would have been 50 runs short and India would have probably chased it because there wouldn't have been scoreboard pressure, right? So Australia, I think they've got a team coming together, but everybody is like a little bit bits and pieces right now. You know, their bowling isn't firing to the best of their ability. All the batsmen are not firing. They're all doing well. They're picking up wickets. They're scoring runs, but... I think somebody needs to put their hand up and really take the lead. Um, yeah, from my side, uh, with regards to Australia, like you can see they're following the England type of template of playing fearless cricket. Yeah. So their top order, the top order has been top three have been firing, but like when you go into the middle order, playing against spin mm -hmm. is the problem. Yeah. And when, when the pace is off, uh, they don't really tend to score as much. Uh, I think Maxwell had a good game on the warm-up, but the rest, you didn't see anyone looking to rotate strike. So yeah. I think the key there is, like we said about England, Joe Root and David Milan, I'm looking at the same, someone like a Labuschagne and a Smith yeah. rotation of strike, just trying to play the spin. Well, uh, even if six runs and over, yeah. like in the middle overs. But the thing is, that's the other thing with Smith, right? It's like people think that 
because he's such a great test batsman, he'll he's good in one days. But Smith's game plan in test matches is to wait for the bad ball and put that away, right? And to not get out. But in ODI cricket, you can't play like that. You have to make the shot. You have to manufacture a shot. And Smith, I don't know. To me, he doesn't seem the best player to manufacture shots, you know? Um, like, if you think about it, Virat Kohli is so good because he takes singles, doubles, and then he manufactures the boundary when you need it. But Smith is just not there, you know? He doesn't do that. Um, no, it's a, it's a fair point uh, with regards to Smith. And also, with Smith, the thing is, sometimes he gets bobbed down as well. Yeah. So, that's what you don't want. And sometimes he just gets out to a rash shot. Like, you'll, you'll play away from his body or... Yeah. He'll inside edge you to his stumps. Exactly. So I think they that's the key there. And so they, both of them have to step up and Warner being the experienced pro. Yeah. I think he's been, he's been getting runs, but he needs like a big one now. Yeah. So instead of this 50, 80s convert. Exactly. To I the hundreds. Uh, yeah. And that's why I think like if I were to pick two players to focus on in Australia, they need to do well. I think obviously Warner, you know, at the top of the order needs to do well. Um, I would have picked Travis Head, but I think Travis Head is missing a couple of games because I think Travis Head is, you know, good for Australia in general. He bats really well, attacks the ball, clean hitter. But Warner will be the one at the top of the order that needs to take charge. And then somebody from the middle order has to do it. And I think either, you know, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, one of these players kind of has to step up, you know, hit the ball hard uh, and get Australia going. Yeah. Um, my two players, uh, I'll have a bowler because I think Australia will rely heavily on Adam Zampa. Mm. So that's one of my players. And uh, the second player I'll go for is Glenn Maxwell. He's, he's a bit of a maverick player. So yeah. they need him to fire on all fronts. He's like a Pandya of an India or say um, Daryl Mitchell of New Zealand exactly. where he might be required to bat and bowl. So exactly. those type of all-rounders yeah. are very much high-commodity high, high players. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, I guess we can look at India now, you know, uh, Australia's first opponents. Um, and yeah. I don't want to be biased or anything, but going into the World Cup, actually, personally, going into the World Cup and going into Asia Cup, I didn't think India was, you know, going to play that well. I was a bit nervous about them, but... You know, they've had a good bit of success. They've won the Asia Cup and that too very convincingly. And they also won the Australia series also very convincingly. And if you think about it, every single one of their batsmen has been scoring runs. You know, Rohit Sharma scored runs. Gila scored loads of runs. Kohli scored runs. Even Ayer came in for a game. He scored runs. You know, KL Rahul, he's been captaining, you know, showing good temperament and leadership. But even he scores 50 every game. Uh, and their bowlers then... Kuldeep Yadav suddenly picking up wickets, you know, out of nowhere. Return to the side, picking up loads of wickets. Um, you know, Ashwin even picked up wickets and Jadeja picking up wickets. Um, and the thing is, like, you got Shreya Sire back into the squad and Ashwin back into the squad. And now that squad looks really deep and really strong, right? I, I could pick anybody from India's squad in a first 11 and I would be, yeah, that's I'm happy with them, you know? Players like, for example, Surya Kumar Yadav, uh, Sky, he's probably not going to be in the 11 to start off. But if you pick Sky in your 11, you'd be laughing. You'd be like, yeah, <laughs> get, se- get 70 runs quickly off 30 balls batting a seven. Like, 
I think India has got uh, a very good side. You know, it's a tournament to win for them. Yeah, and in terms of like you said about batters, the bowlers almost Shami's got the five. Um, Siraj had a very good game yeah. in that final. Bumrah's been pretty much consistent. So even the fast bowling is is quite good. Even Prasid Krishna yeah. had uh, a good game. Obviously, he couldn't get into the team. Yeah. So I'm looking at that, uh, and Pandya is the key here. You can see he can he can bowl at any phase of the innings, which gives Roy Sharma as a captain the 50 overs. He has six bowlers who are outright six bowlers to get 50 overs in. Yeah. It's a luxury for a captain. Uh, and also at the start of the Australia series, we I had Ishan Kishan and Shardul Thakur both in the 11. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to change that to a Shresh Iyer easily now yeah. makes and takes that Ishan Kishan spot because he plays really well against spin. And Ashwin on slow pitches, if he's playing in Chennai in the first game, I would give him the nod over Shardul Thakur because Shardul Thakur's batting's not been there. Yeah. And the bowling's been like yeah. half decent. Half so decent, exactly. I would give Ashwin that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, just. I'd give Ashwin that nod there. Just on Bumrah, uh, since his return uh, against in the Ireland series, I don't know exactly how many wickets he's picked up, but um, he's been taking. He's taken over 20 wickets at maybe like an average of 20, something like that. And that's really good if you think about it, you know, right after coming back from a pretty serious injury of not playing for like a year almost. So that's just, I think India has gotten really lucky now. All their players are in form and even their injured players come back and are straight in form. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. I think the players that I think will be important for India are Gil and Kuldeep Yadav. And, you know, the reason for that is India has so many star players, but if these two players can stand up and show what they're capable of, and they've already shown that, but if they can score hundreds and take five wickets in the World Cup matches, man, any team will crumble. Because imagine Kuldeep takes five, you know? Right after that, you have... 10 overs of Jadeja, he'll pick up at least one or two. Then you have 10 overs of Ashwin, he'll pick up at least one of two. And then you have Bumrah and Shami still. And they're going to pick up wickets as well, right? So, like, it's just a very strong attack if Kuldeep makes, uh, takes wickets. And the same with the Gill scoring runs, you know? If Gill scores 100, you've got Rohit, you know, Kohli, you've got uh, KL Rahul, you've got so many batsmen to come still that can score another... Easily three hundred runs. <laughs> yeah, my my two. I'll go with the obvious uh, Virat Kohli. Like being his probably being his last World Cup. Uh, he gets fitter and fitter, so you never know. But uh, I'll give him the nod. Uh, it's a big World Cup, just like Sachin had his World Cup. This mm-hmm. should be Virat Kohli's World Cup. Yeah, and bow down. And uh, I'll go with Pandya because again, a maverick player. Yeah, uh, he holds India together in that middle order. He gives that option yeah. of the fifth bowler. Yeah. And he can play <clears throat> anywhere in the top six, I would say. Definitely. And another Apart thing. The two another thing about Pandya, actually, which is like because he's been captain as well, he's developed a very good temperament. And uh, I think an inning that I think defined him very well is against Pakistan in the T20, um, where India was completely out of that T20 in the MCG. Um, and it's all remembered as Kohli's, you know, Kohli's uh, famous shot to get India back shot into the game. But 
but hardik pandya stayed with kohli the whole time you know uh they stayed you know they brought india into the game he played a very like dhoni type innings where he took we took the game late and and kind of made sure that india was in a position where they could score um those runs off the last few overs yeah he's been involved with the, i think it was Eng- india bangladesh so it way to defend two of something and then he defended it yeah um also gujarat titans if you watch the new franchise he just comes in the franchise when once you play franchise cricket you'll know this like you at, at first you might not just win like you have to build a franchise you have to build a rapport with the players it's, it's basically players from other franchise coming in mm-hmm. the way he handle them the mood he creates and that makes a huge difference psychologically someone who's there who's relaxed and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, and yeah he's well spoken by a lot of players and pundits so that's human not not ahead there definitely i think right let's move on to next team why don't we do pakistan uh, you know um yeah next up well, what are your initial thoughts on pakistan uh, i think pakistan like when the asia cup started looked like a very settled team yeah we had a bangladesh series that the warm ups there going on so they did win their games but then what happened in the asia cup like to me the the squad's very thin like you saw two injuries hampered them uh harris ross ross back but i think the miss is nasim shah yeah. like he used to although he may have not picked up that many wickets as shahin shah or shahin shah freedy or harris ross what he was doing is he bowls a very good hard length so i think in these surfaces where they'll be pretty quicker uh then the sri lankan surfaces he would have, he's a big miss mm-hmm. i think and uh, that that holds the key and their their squad just is too thin like they're finding it hard to replace him yeah and babar needs to have a big world cup uh he scored runs but he scored them against the small teams so this is his real test uh, and the good thing with pakistan they've played both their matches in hyderabad although they've lost them they've played both their matches there and then they have two matches there Mm-hmm. before they go against india uh their two matches are netherlands and sri lanka so for them to have a chance to even qualify or think about qualifying and going into the india game they need to win these two games so these are really really important games yeah so yeah um yeah so babar has to have a big world cup and their fast bowlers have to take a lot of the load because the spin department's a bit weak from on my side yeah exactly that's actually surprising you know with pakistan where and it's almost been the case in recent times where pakistan has seems like this constant carousel of players you know uh, he, you you get a new pakistan squad almost every tour that they do and when you see the score sheet sometimes i'm just looking through and it's like what who is this guy? like where did he come from and that's the thing it's like their squad is is quite thin you know of of experience and it's exactly what you said uh Nazim Shah is is missing and and uh, that'll be a bit of a miss uh for Pakistan and i think the other problem is like uh, with Pakistan as as much as they play well and they can beat almost any team they'll have games where they can lose to anyone right self destruct yeah, yeah exactly self-destruct. so 
like Pakistan, it's exactly what you said. They need to make sure that they beat Netherlands and Sri Lanka. Because if they go and lose to India, you know, lose the momentum, they could easily lose to, you know, New Zealand, Australia, England. And, and they could just rack up quickly three, four losses and see themselves completely out of the tournament. So I think Pakistan, the key there is, yeah, Babur has to score runs, you know, Rizwan has to score runs. Players like all their batsmen have to score runs. Um, because on any day, the bowlers can just self-destruct and even a great bowler like Shaheen Shadafridi will come and give like 70 runs off his 10 overs, you know? Yeah, they've, they've been leaking a lot of runs yeah. like you can see in the Asia Cup uh, at the backhand stages and then obviously the warm-up games where Australia managed to score 350 yeah. in a game where they shouldn't have scored that much. So... And Fakhar Zaman's form is very concerning. So, again, he's one of the senior batters. Who do you call upon? You can't rely on Barber to do everything. Yeah. So, I think that's that's going to be a huge uh, concern for Pakistan. They need to win at least five out of nine gets you a fourth place. Yeah. But six out of nine gets you qualified. So, yeah. if you look at it that way, they need to beat at least two or three of the big, like, so-called nations, the top six nations, yeah, yeah. to get anywhere near. Yeah. Definitely, and that's the thing. I I think they can do it, but uh, it's always heart and mouth with Pakistan. I think my keys there are, um, you know, uh, just because the spin is important. I think Shadab Khan has to do well. He has to pick up and bowl well because if he doesn't bowl well, the Pakistan misses a big uh, portion of overs in the middle. Uh, and then I think um, if somebody like Babar Azam, you know, has to step up as usual, score big runs against uh, the important countries. Um, yeah, uh, you know, he has to score runs against Australia, New Zealand, India, uh, these big countries. So, yeah, I think those are the two people that need to fire for Pakistan. Yeah, I'll go with, uh, same as Barber, the captain, huge responsibilities, probably the best batter there. And uh, my next pick would be a bowler. I think... Someone like a Shahid Shah has to step up. Yeah. We spoke about in the last uh, in the last podcast about his lengths. He needs to know the length to bowl. He can't go over full and overcompensate. You saw Roy Sharma picked him off, so yeah, he's he will be he'll be one of the senior bowlers in that lineup. But he needs to know the lengths he's bowling. He's very good. He's effective at the death, but at the start, I know he does pick up the wickets, but his lengths have been very full. So yeah. It's been pretty easy for the batters to get there. So I know he looks for the swing, but it also you you have to think about can I hit back of a length at sometimes? It's not always going to be swing, 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 yeah. depending on the batters and the teams you play against. Yeah, definitely. I think um, you can take a look at South Africa next, who um, they've also, you know, to me, they've hit some good form uh, coming into the World Cup. Uh, they beat Australia almost against all odds. And uh, they're just coming into this World Cup, you know, it's seeming a lot more settled, a lot more confident in themselves. Um, a lot of their bowlers are bowling quite well. Uh, Lungi Nagiri is bowling well. Rabada bowling well. You know, Shamsi is also bowling well. Um, but even their batting, their batting has come along. You know, Bavuma is actually has a really good average. Uh, I think he's averaging more than 50 in ODI cricket. Uh, and at the top of the order, he's kind of guaranteed runs. Um, 
and then that follows up with uh Klassen, who's scoring uh, some big runs you know in good form Aiden Markram he's always there uh and he's kind of found himself recently um in the middle order where he's really taking ownership of his batting now so yeah i think south africa also is another team um that could be thereabouts i think they'll be maybe fourth fifth but yeah what do you think uh i'm looking at quinton de kock who's who's announced this probably his last world cup he's he's been a good player like he's been a big player by bilateral series but he hasn't contributed to like a big series like a world cup so i think he needs to step up top of the order yeah. uh, i would want him to step up Uh, another ball. I'm looking at their spin department. Uh, Keshav Maharaj has had a brilliant turnaround from the Test arena into the One Day yeah. squad, so he would be pretty effective in yeah. these conditions. Keshav Maharaj actually uh, has a really yeah. good, um, you know, he has really good flight and guile for a spinner. Uh, I I think like his action and everything, he's really able to control his pace. Uh, you know, he can flight it up. give the ball some air i think he'll be really effective as well yeah i agree yeah on the fast pitches maybe like a marco jansen hitting yeah. the bat uh on the back of a lens so just that bit there and he can also be taunt the ball as well so definitely south africa they they look they look quite good with classen as well there's a lot of hitters and stuff like that so yeah classen's actually good, a good player like, of spin the, as well yeah. uh he's like he's yeah. almost like a daryl mitchell you know Uh, he sweeps really well you know he goes back uh he he plays on the back foot really well um yeah so i think well suited for india and i think they'll play better than what people think they uh, they were going to play um yeah 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 with regards to class and he picks length very well like even if the if it's a slightly shorter from the spinner mm-hmm. he goes back he rocks back yeah. and he hits it uh and then he also uses his feet very well so yeah uh with regards to the two picks i'm going to go quinton de kock he needs a big world cup and i'll go both the wicket keepers hendrik uh, klassen uh, in the middle order as a strong mm-hmm. sort of like an <laughs> ab replacement you'd call it yeah like someone who can bat and is a maverick player again you love this maverick player <laughs> yeah <laughs> your your team should just be full of like these all-rounders and weird maverick players, you know. <laughs> no kind of, there's no space for Kohli. Kohli's not a maverick player, you know. He can't be in your team. <laughs> you have to have only maverick players. <laughs> But yeah, I think um Bavuma uh, is kind of uh, I think will be a really important player for me and and Marco Jansen um just his pace and Uh, lately he's been coming down the order and scoring like important runs um for south africa so like if he can continue to have a good series south africa will always be able to post like 250 and above which will be good totals with their bowling attack so yeah i think um they're the team that's kind of i think fifth uh right now you know easily if they beat new zealand for example easily they could be 4 to 6 yeah between 4 and 6 they could easily be yeah. up to fourth qualify um but yeah i think they just need to play well on the right games that that'll be the important bit yeah what about yeah. what about sri lanka for you i think we spoke about sri lanka uh, in 
in the Asia Cup and I think it's a similar thing you know they have a lot of players that are you know that are okay they do the job but you saw in the end of the Asia Cup as well like nobody stood up when they needed to stand up right like you can't get bowled out for 50 for example in an important game and I don't know Sri Lanka doesn't seem the team that you know is going to fire in the pressure matches in the pressure situations none of their players seem like uh they have that ability um yeah with the with Sri Lanka um what what we saw in the Asia Cup is when there's a bit of express pace to Siraj or yeah a bumra who are 140 plus yeah they tend the batters tend to struggle yeah. so like we said with the pitches in Sri Lanka the much slower in India they'll be slightly quicker so i think they will struggle against like out and out right pace bowlers so you have someone like a mark wood, a mark wood or a lucky ferguson bumra uh, or a stark so yeah. this is where they tend to struggle but i think there's Kushal Mendes is just uh, is probably the main batter I would say mm-hmm. who's had a good World Cup uh, warm up game he had scored 150 odd but I think there's not much we in that batting lineup which you look at like the captain Shanaka is is just a captain like we said before <laughs> yeah. he's not a bowler he's just there as a captain sole captain not a batting yeah. he's, not, he's not batted well enough he's not bowled enough So they will rely heavily on that spin department uh, uh in terms of like experience of Mahesh Tikshana and Pati Rana being yeah. the IPL pros. Yeah. So there's heavily re- heavy reliance on their bowling. Exactly. How to imagine. And I think another injuries hurt Sri Lanka, you know, like this squad would look even a little bit more convincing if Hasaranga was in there, you know? Yeah. But he's not there, you know, it, it just at least lihiro kumara is back um you know he's back from injury and he brings a little pace element to things but yeah yeah i don't know the squad doesn't seem to have that star power kick to it where you know that there's going to be certain players that stand up when you need to so yeah i i don't know uh, about sri lanka if they're going to go particularly deep in the tournament i've got them in between 7th and 8th position yeah Uh, Sri Lanka. Yeah, similar to yeah. I guess our next team which we're going to talk about which is Bangladesh. And I think they have that similar kind of uh mold to Sri Lanka where I mean they do have very good players like Shakib. Um yeah. But the thing is um like I don't think Bangladesh also has those players that step up in the critical situations. You know they have a lot of people for example mehdi hasan miraz you know taskin ahmed all of these guys even litin das they all step up when there's no pressure on but they don't step up when we need them to step up for example um yeah um bangladesh again they'll heavily rely on their season uh, experience pro shakib alasan who gives him them everything like bat ball field anything and give you a 10 overs but what i think they're going to struggle with is is their batting like it's very inexperienced they have good players like uh, to- tohid had a good game uh, and then you have a shanto good player but they're all youngsters so there's there's lack of experience out there and the experience they have is uh, the experience they have is like mushfiqur rahim like he has he's been awfully out of form mustafa zur has to have a big world cup to go ahead so yeah 
uh, I think. <clears throat> and that's the other thing. Like, I think we talked about eight, it before yeah, with the batsman. Like, like Mustafizur. Uh, sorry, Mushfikar um, uh, Rahim, for example, Mushfikar. as a batsman. He's been in that team for ages, you know, like donkey's years. He's been in that team since he was a kid, but like he's never stepped up. And, you know, that just kind of shows on the ability where it's like, is he actually a good, you know, top level player? And I think that's what gets, that's what kind of defines Bangladesh in general. I think they all have these good players, you know, who have their moments of brilliance. But same with like Mustafa Zur, for example. What he needs, like they've never stepped up and taken it and established themselves as a top top player. Yeah, it's that's why we always have Shakib would be our pick. So my pick yeah. would be Shakib, and obviously we would like to see someone like a uh, Mustafa Zur do well. Yeah. So I'm yes. banking on those two yeah. for Bangladesh to get anywhere near. I finished. I see them between seven and eight again in terms of the position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, finishing. I, I, I guess I'd agree with those two players need to um, kind of fire for Bangladesh. Maybe another one because it's spinning pitches in India. Mahedi uh, Hassan Miraz, uh, he's also been batting well recently. Um, so if he can kind of transition to be a genuine all-rounder, I think he'll give Bangladesh an extra boost. But I, I don't see many teams will lose against Bangladesh, you know. And New Zealand beat them very comfortably, you know, bowled them out for less than 180 in both of the games that they played out there. So, I don't know. I don't see many teams uh, struggling too much uh, against Bangladesh, unfortunately. Um, yeah. I guess our last two teams, we have Afghanistan and Netherlands. You know, they're both kind of like the newer teams. Obviously, Netherlands is very new. And they'll just be happy to kind of be in, in this World Cup. Um, if they can pull off an upset, then that'll be like the most magical World Cup for them. But yeah, I think they're like, uh, I think like you've, you mentioned this before, um, they're going to be like Nepal was in the Asia Cup, you know, just happy to be there. Uh, what was the term you used? <laughs> no, soaking the experience. Yeah. And like big, big fan. So they're yeah. like fan, it's like a fanboy moment. Yeah, yeah. For them. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So, but I don't, credit I don't know. to them, they've yeah. qualified. Yeah, they've exactly. gone to the World Cup qualifiers. They've got there, so yeah. all credit to them. So go. I think Vikram G- Vikram Jit Singh we said had a good qualifier. So the thing they might be banking on him yeah. and uh, Rudolf van der Merwe, who's the all rounder, pretty much played for South Africa, mm-hmm. Royal Challenges, some big teams, Somerset. So yeah, I think they'll be relying on him as well. Yeah, but yeah, not too much knowledge of uh, Netherlands otherwise. Um, yeah so comfortable I think they'll be in 10th position they'll, <laughs> they'll be finishing last I think that's it no, no bets for that <laughs> no bets for that <laughs> yeah you're not winning you're not getting but, good odds you're not getting good odds for that that guess yeah. Yeah. but they would love an upset so yeah. even if they can pull, pull off one or two upsets they'll have a very good World Cup if well, that goes through well Afghanistan will need to mess up their math uh, again uh, maybe then they could get an upset the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think the last team, Afghanistan, is again like, uh, I mean, considering the progress of Afghanistan, it's really good. You know, they've caught some nearly household names, you know, 
uh, well, they have some household names like Rashid Khan, you know, Mujib, <clears throat> uh, and nearly household names, you know, Gurbaz, uh, Zadran is there as well. Uh, but uh, Afghanistan is like the opposite of Sri Lanka, where they have star players, but they don't have the rest of the players. Yeah, uh, Afghanistan, uh, again, like, upcoming team. Uh, I was expecting more in the Asia Cup from them yeah. than what they produced. So, I was a bit disappointed there. Um, yeah, Rashid Khan, household name, uh, a lot will be on his shoulder. And uh, also someone like uh, Rematullah Gurba, Gurbaz, who plays for the Gujarat Titans, having played in Ahmedabad. So, mm-hmm. at the top of the order, that's where. I think the main thing for them, they had, like, Issues with their strike rate, some of the batters. Mm-hmm. So some of the batters playing a bit too slow. So I think they'll have to watch out for that if they're going to go anywhere near and beat and cause upsets against, say, a Bangladesh or a Sri Lanka. Yeah, They'll need to bat well. They have their spin department, which can bail them out, but they'll need to score runs. You're looking at over 250-plus to give those spinners a chance to beat the game. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing, right? It's... um. I've always kind of said this with Rashid Khan, which is like he's very good when people are coming at him, you know, uh, in the four overs of a T20 where you just need to block out the runs and people have to play shots against you. Rashid Khan's very good. But in ODI cricket and then even more so in test cricket, uh, even though we don't need to talk about test cricket right now. But as you get to the games where you can play out Rashid, you know, it's easy to get maybe four and over off him, then he becomes less effective just because he doesn't spin the ball that much. He doesn't spin it in or out very much. And like better batsmen who are just looking to take singles against him, they're more than happy to take him for four runs and over, you know? Yeah, I think teams will try and play him out and then use the other 40 overs as like a banker, like say, eight, if you are eight runs and over, you get still 320 in the other yeah. 40. And you play a Rashid Khan for 40, 45 in 10. So exactly. that's how teams will look to do that, give, yeah. him, less, give him less wickets. And that's yeah. where Afghanistan will struggle because their fast bowling again is not is not well-renowned. So exactly. to get those 50 overs in, yeah, yeah, you need a bit more from someone else rather than just like a one-man show from Rashid Khan. Definitely. Right. Well, that's all the. Team. Where do you think they finish? Eight, nine. Where do you think? Ninth. Where do you think they finish? Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe they can. Eight, uh, nine. Yeah, eight, nine. You know. Eight, yeah. eight at the most. If they beat um, Bangladesh, if they beat Sri Lanka. Um, yeah. I don't think they're beating many other teams. So yeah, eight, nine. They'll beat Netherlands, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that's all the teams, I yeah. guess. Uh, you know, excited for the World Cup. Come to think about it, I think it'll be a good World Cup. Um, you know, all the teams seem like they have strengths and weaknesses kind of evenly matched. And I think there'll be a lot of close games, a lot of interesting games, and a lot of games where, I guess for me personally, I want to see like which playing style or which approach is going to win. Um, right, so... I'm excited for this World Cup. It should be great. Yeah, I think, like we said, the squads will be really important how you use your 15. Because yeah. not every 
game you'll be playing your 11 your strongest 11 yeah so like match fitness will be another key uh, workload management so there's a lot is there's it's not just about winning and losing it's about more strat- strategic like how you play yourself in getting that top four and then it's two good days and you win the world cup yeah so i think that's how everyone look at it uh, i'm sure like in all the teams they'll try and give the 15 men squad some sort of game time mm-hmm. yeah and i think all the 15 men were selected for a reason you know a lot of teams have people that will work in certain games in certain conditions so i think yeah that's what i'm saying i agree with you in that sense where i think it's going to be a world cup of a little bit of strategy as well you know figuring out the best balances which i'm excited about i guess before we leave um i think you wanted to do a fun one uh we figured out our all-time world cup 11s you know so no current players and then our current world cup 11s uh and and just in the world cup spirit maybe we go through our all-time teams um and and see how they compare what's your all-time team so we'll start so we'll start with top four so i'll say the top four and then you say your top four and then we go okay let's middle order so i'll go sachin and hayden to open so this is this ricky ponting this is your all-time team though yeah yeah yeah. it's it's all time right yeah 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 so hayden and sachin to open uh They've had really good World Cups. Uh, Ponting as my captain, Sangakara as my wicketkeeper. Okay. Uh, so that makes my top four. Right. So that's interesting. My top four, I think, is... So I have Sewag. Um, I have Hayden, uh, Tendulkar, and Ponting. You know? I think solid picks there <laughs> uh, from both of us. But yeah, yeah, that's my top four. What's your next uh, so, middle order? Uh, we'll go... Yeah, we'll go middle order. So five to seven. I'm gonna have Viv Rich uh, Richards. <laughs> you change. You change your team, man. That's <laughs> Viv Richards. I mean, that Silva and Khan. <laughs> man, it took my uh, pick. Uh, so Viv Richards is my number five. Um, man, you didn't have him in yeah, before. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, Viv Richards is mine. Imran Khan. Uh, you know. Pace bowling all rounder, and then Sangakara is my wicket keeper. And then, yeah, so I had Arvind at the silver yeah, exactly. uh, as my all rounder. Yeah. So, and then we go into the low order uh, or the bowlers. I think pretty much speaks for himself. So, Wazim Akram, left hand quick, uh, left arm quick. Yeah. Uh, and then McGrath as my right arm uh, quick, and then the two world's best spinners like of all time which is Ward and Morley make yeah. it into the 11 fair enough yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say that we're playing odi cricket in india so unfortunately warren doesn't get in my team um so, but it's Morley is my spinner uh, and then i have um you know a bunch of quicks uh, i have brett lee in there i have wasi makaram and i have mcgrath as well so that that'd be my top you know Depending on the conditions, maybe yep. I'd switch out Brett Lee for Warren as well. But yeah, yep. I think I agree in that sense. What about your current eleven? So current eleven, uh, top three India batters. Uh, we've got <laughs> Rohit Shubh and Kohli. Uh, Babar, Babar at four. There we so go. That's my four. <laughs> Are you sure it's an India eleven or a South Asia eleven? No, 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 no. We, we, we have, we have some. Uh, so my top, 
openers are Sharma and Conway. A bit different from you. Um, then I have Kohli yeah. at three. You know, that's a guaranteed pick. I think anybody that doesn't have Kohli in their team, just psychopathic. Um, and then Babar Azam is my four as well. Uh, the middle order, I've gone with uh, Maxwell, Pandya and Klaassen. Okay, so interesting. So a bit of uh, spin. Yeah. So a bit of spin, a bit of seamall rounder and a bit of a hitter. Fair enough. I, I've got... Uh, so my middle order is Bavuma, um, Rizwan and uh, Ben Stokes. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, so your wicketkeeper... Is Your wicketkeeper is uh, Rizwan. Yeah. Rizwan. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's the class. <laughs> so then, uh, moving yeah. on to the low order. I, I need I need somebody yeah. annoying behind the stumps. That's a that's. I want somebody that talks a lot. That's why <laughs> I have Mohammed Rizwan. <laughs> Classen's not so going to get you any wickets, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the bowling, I've gone with. Uh, Kuldeep as my spinner, and yeah. then I've got Stark, Bolt as my two left armors, and Bumrah as my right armor. Oh, right. Slash death bowler as well. So I'm going for a little bit of a deeper batting lineup. So I have Cam Green um, yeah. coming in. Then I'll have... At uh, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At eight. Yep. Oh, okay. You know, he can't go before Ben Stokes. Yeah. Okay. Then I have okay. um, uh, either Rashid Khan or Kuldeep. I'll, take, I'll give it to Kuldeep, you know. I I think Kuldeep spins the ball more, and I have Stark and Bumrah, so rap, yeah. rapid right hander, ra- rapid left hander. You know, actually, I was looking at the stats for this when we were deciding the teams, and you know, Stark's taken like over sixty wickets in the World Cup matches at an average of like seventeen. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, again, he's yeah at the start he gets quite a lot of wickets. Yeah, uh, again, he's like a he's like a shine Shah Freddy. It's just that Shaheen bowls a bit too full. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still yeah. remember Stark in, against New Zealand. Uh, I think it was at uh, Eden Park or something like that in New Zealand, where he almost single-handedly yeah. brought them back, back into the game when New Zealand was chasing like 150 or something like that. So... And yeah. they got, I think they won by a wicket or something. Yeah, right? they won by one wicket because yeah, because Williamson hit yeah. hit a six, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that was famous game. Yeah. Exactly. So Stark somehow, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, those yeah. are our teams. I think uh, that was a complete roundup of the World Cup. You know, really excited. Uh, first game tomorrow. We'll see how it goes, and uh, we're gonna be doing. Um, kind of bi-weekly reviews as well you know on instagram and and on youtube we'll try to build both those platforms but check us out on instagram uh, we do like kind of live reactions to all the games and yeah really excited about the world cup yeah look uh, look forward to it uh, let's keep everyone engaged uh, yeah feel free to meet us in the next one yeah uh, we will be doing oh, should we do a quick uh, roundup of the first five games yeah sure and, uh, like just quick one who wins who yeah so right. we'll start with the first one england new zealand who you who's your pick uh, i'm taking new zealand yeah i'll go england uh, england being the champ the defending champions pakistan new zealand netherlands we know <laughs> we're both going with pakistan there yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a no-brainer uh, bangladesh afghanistan this might be 
I think uh, Bangladesh will win it. You know, Afghanistan still has some yeah, I, nerves. Yeah, I think I'll go Bangladesh there as well. Uh, South Africa, Sri Lanka. Oh, South Africa has got to take that one. Yeah, considering all that IPL experience and yeah. the form they're coming off, exactly. uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. And the last one, India, Australia. I think, you know, India always starts off badly in any tournament. So I think uh, Australia might sneak this game. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the other side with uh, <laughs> India. If yeah. Ashwin plays, I reckon uh, they'll have a handful, a lot of yeah. spin for Australia. I mean, I hope India wins, but uh, Australia might sneak it, and maybe they do. I mean, that hopefully that's the only game India loses. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, be sure to tell us who you think will win the World Cup, um, and and uh, continue to join us um, to see if your prediction was right. Uh, anyway, see you guys. See you, Jigs. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you next time.